and welcome to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. And hey everyone, my name is Marvin Yuet and I'm your host for all of the Collabcasts, including this one. And I'm joined this week by my co-host, Minji Chang. What's up everyone? And this week we got a full house. We do. Joining us this week is dancer extraordinaire Ellen Kim. What's up, what's up? Actress, mother, badass. (laughs) (laughs) Slash, slash, slash. And photographer extraordinaire, Tim Kim. Tim Kim. Got it. Tim Hello, hello. How's it going, man? Good. And yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for coming all the way to North Hollywood. I live like a block away. Nice. <laughs> Which I'm so happy, and she's never been over this entire time. I know. we had. <laughs> I'm from Denver, though. Yeah, so. you came from the oh, wow. this place. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for joining us this week. It's super exciting to have people to talk to, um, and especially a full house. We get more perspectives, and yeah, that's what makes this podcast fun. Stories. Sweet. All we're oh, missing stories. is some, you know, some booze to loosen everyone up. But. <laughs> oh, my God. Podcasting. <laughs> well, I am from Denver. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> captain. I have a friend who has a, owns a brewery. Everyone owns a brewery. Everyone, in Denver. yeah. Everyone owns a brewery. He's one of the top ranked breweries. Which one, Comrade? Yeah, they're yeah. pretty big. Yeah, yeah. They That's just expanded too. Just he's put in two new uh, or four new like giant brewery things. Fermenters. <laughs> the thing, the, yeah, the Silos. technical term. The brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> brewery thingies. Uh, Dave, good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast. No, we got to tweet I it hope. to him now and be like, yo, yeah. shout out to you. But each and every week, we start out with a quick roundtable discussion where we talk about things that are on our mind. So, Minji, what's on your mind this week? Um. Well, it's funny because I realized that the reaction that you have about... Okay, so we had this whole holiday thing back in November where he, this guy gets super pissed off. Christmas creep. He hates that everyone jumps right to Christmas and completely. The invasion of Christmas. It's not the war on Christmas. Christmas is waging its war on us. Anyway, but he gets really worked up war about on it. Thanksgiving, waging war on that Halloween. We don't give proper. Pretty soon, he's going to wage war on whatever holiday we celebrate in August. I don't even know. Anyway, but he gets really upset about how as soon as it's like fall, it's suddenly like Christmas decorations everywhere. Blah blah blah. I You're agree actually with right. That, yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm, I'm being honest. Christmas carols, I can't. You can't. Right? I can't. Like, but I can when it's at home and you play it. But right. then when I'm going to the grocery store or I'm going. Anywhere, I don't like I the hear. longevity of it. I love them, but I don't like listening to them for like three months. Like sometimes I'm not that happy. <laughs> so when I walk around, I hear the same music. I'm like, I hate everybody. Yeah, right now, <laughs> like, turn this off. I'm about to throw some things. I think that's why I like like rock and roll versions of Christmas songs. Or like yeah. Blink 182 has like I won't be home for Christmas. Um, I like the original song. Lincoln Park has my December. Like, depressing or like angry yes, Christmas songs. Or, like, those are my December. jam. Or like, oh my God. Siberi- what was that? Uh, <laughs> the Siberian, Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like just making shit versions. epic. That's my jam. <laughs> 
But I noticed, okay, so my translate, I realized I have the same irritation with like Valentine's Day because as soon as Christmas is done, then it's like all the red and pink and blah, 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 blah. So I have nothing against the holiday. Again, I think I, I just, that's To be my, fair, red can also mean Lunar New Year. But we'll yes, get to that later. But that's becoming its own, <laughs> you know, thing. Um, no, but I'm just just throwing that out there. I'm I'm not raging, waging a roar. Ugh, I can't. This is <laughs> this is a weird words, but I don't hate Valentine's Day. I just hate that. It's so annoying. And and everyone complains. Well, oh, it's so stupid to have one day. Yeah, it is. But like, it's that one day that you can kind of like make special and whatever. I don't have a Valentine this year, so kudos to you if you do. But uh, all the red and pink. I don't know. That just came to my. I just wanted to put that out there because I understand your. Yeah, because I was giving him shit last year. I was like, Christmas. You're like I get it. tripping. Like Christmas is the best. Like stop complaining. <laughs> you're making such drama, but I get it. I gotta say, you know, like I've never really been big about any holidays, even like my own birthday. Mm-hmm. But then having my daughter, um, her first year of everything of Halloween, Christmas, and even like Valentine's. It just is so enhanced now within our family. And you're like making a special. Yeah. Like yesterday we shot a video for her for Valentine's day and it's just for her, mem- like our memories as a family and for her to see as she gets older. And so special occasions like this. Yeah. You know, Hallmark or whatever, they all make their money. But yeah, yeah, yeah. To see the one that you love, you know, really, just enjoying their time. I mean, mm-hmm. she has no idea what's going on. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but she will. I mean, she'll she'll appreciate that Hopefully. so much. Hopefully, yeah. Well, girl, she's you're crazy. instilling that in her. Yes, I'm. Ho- I hope so. So yeah. before I wasn't way too big on holidays, and I was just like ah, Christmas carols, and I still am actually. But you know, <laughs> now that I have a daughter, now that I have a reason to really celebrate, mm-hmm. it it makes a world of difference. Word. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It. Like just having a reason to do it. Like last year, I had like I was dating someone, so like we had like a Valentine's Day. This year, I'm like seeing like whatever. I don't care <laughs> Here's my thing with Valentine's. I th- and this is because I'm a psycho romance <laughs> love nut. Like I just love love. I think that the more reasons that we have, which is why I love Christmas and things like that. It's very like Christmas is really about family, Thanksgiving, all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's why I love it. But with Valentine's Day, and I, I know it's like focused on romantic love and whatnot. This is my plea or my challenge for everybody because of the commercialization that annoys the crap out of me with all the red and pink. Let's try to be something. Let's try to do something original this year. So my challenge to our listeners is to do something super, super random and thoughtful this Valentine's Day. Like you can forego the dozen red roses, like find out what his or her like his too. Okay, this is not just like a female thing. Mm. Guys love plants like get a terrarium. I don't know. Like find out what their favorite but isn't Valentine's Day all about how expensive that gift is? No, it is not. <laughs> Anybody worth how their salt? I, know how I much disagree. You care if I don't get my, like, I say thoughtfulness wins all the time. Are iPods still a thing? Right. I think it's time. <laughs> it's thoughtfulness. It's a thoughtfulness and time. Time. Like, just, you know, if you do something cheesy like going to the park and just spending an hour together and Picnic. drinking coffee, that I think is awesome. It's just a lot of people don't give people time anymore. Right. Undivided attention. Yes. Yeah, so I turned this easily into the Valentine's Day, like, <laughs> dating advice. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, hanging on the park is awesome until you realize everyone else had the same idea. Yeah. Now it's the overcrowded park. Yeah, now it's like, get out of the way. This is my romantic spot. <laughs> this four by four space, mine. Get off. <laughs> but yeah, this is my, well, it's my Valentine's Day plug. I think that it's great. Just do something thoughtful and 
Well, happy Valentine's, guys. Happy Valentine's. You guys are my Valentine's. I love you guys. Buy all the roses. Don't listen to me. I love myself. (laughs) Yeah, buy yours. And treat yourself. Dude, if you're single, join the club. Have a spa day. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself 2016. I'm about to like go today. (laughs) Dude, just spend Valentine's Day with like a bunch of like naked old 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 people. Yeah, but they all like one time I went and I got like super judged because I have a huge tattoo on my back and Mm. all the old grandmas are just like, oh, God. I mean, but the thing is, the funny thing is so many people are in Korean spas now that are not Korean and that are our generation. They don't give. That's true. And so they have to deal with it. I think I've been to the spa once. Really? Ever. In Cape How was it? In like. You're here till Saturday. You should go. We can go. It was interesting though, because it's a bunch of because there was like a what co-ed day or a co-ed section, right? Yeah, that's then, the junior bong. Yeah, that's yeah, the spa experience. Uh, you got to watch yeah. Conan O'Brien so you can. Oh, yeah. you did a really quick segment on that. Yeah, it was great. I can't wait till I'm that age where I can just be like, I don't care. Well, I still don't care. But like, <laughs> you are that age. What do you I mean? just want you know the saggy balls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for putting that image like, in everyone's that's mind. That's right. Stare. Uh, <laughs> Ellen, exactly. what's on your mind? Please get us away. Please save us from this topic. Oh, um, what's on my mind? Let me see. Um, well, I just went to We on the Eighth. Uh, nice. This past Monday or so. Yeah. Right? Oh, that was just I totally forgot. Yeah, and that was my Sorry, first time. Guys. Nice. Um, and um, there was a man who's talking. Um, well, there's two. There was like a this guy that's. China Show's documentary, uh, his name is Jason, and I thought it was absolutely incredible, and it really inspired me. Um, he was He's doing a documentary about human trafficking in Korea, mm-hmm. and about... Oh, Jubilee Project. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a friend of ours. And it, it you know, it, this year I'm all about, as a choreographer, I really want to tap into real life situations and real life, you know, things that um, this year I really want to present a lot of heavy topics in my choreography. Um, and that just inspired me so much. And it's really nice to see people out there really caring about humans mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. anybody or anything that's breathing or whatever. Cause you know, I just feel like it's been really dark lately. Yeah. And so seeing yeah. a little bit of light from people is just beautiful Nice. and it really inspired me. So I'm sure you met a lot of really cool people that night. I'm sorry uh, I couldn't make it that night. I mean, like. I'm really bad at like. <laughs> you met too events. many people. <laughs> like, like, well, I mean, you have a baby, so I have an excuse now. That is true. You know? Like, I'm always thinking about her. Yeah, yeah. but it was a great adorable. time, and it's an awesome event. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just great. Yeah, Mindy's actually on the board of We on the Eight. I am too. That's dope. Yeah, I couldn't make it on Monday night. I had a different event to go to, but I was really sad to miss it. And that was the first yeah. one of this year because we didn't have one in January. So okay, next month for sure we should go. Oh, let's go. Yeah. It's really inspiring. Yeah. yeah. But it's really cool what you say about, like, the power of even dance to convey a message. Yeah. I mean, we were... So we didn't go to Vibe this year because... Uh, oh, I didn't either. I, we were, I didn't go. We just, we just couldn't get tickets in time. And yeah. And then... We couldn't get it Too together. many things. Kind couldn't of, get it together. But last year, the winner um, also had was, like, kind of like a message type of app, like the, the cookies one from last year. Oh, yeah. I judged last year. Yeah, yeah you were judged oh, last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when you were preggers. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> 
so uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was it's a long show. I, that was really long because I always watch it on YouTube. I watch it every year, like so always it's quick. So it's quick, and you watch, you know. But this, the last year, I was like, damn, this goes on for a really long time. But it was amazing, and my mind was blown. But I was like starving. Yeah, <laughs> ready like, my chair. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Choreo Cookies was there. They were absolutely incredible, and yeah. I. Yeah, that's a huge example of like inspiration as well too. You know, conveying your emotions and all these things and within movements mm-hmm. and yeah. to and to you know really start saying a message and letting people know what's on your mind versus just booty popping <laughs> to like the latest song on the billboard. Yeah. Right, you know, right. I'm sorry, right. y'all. I'm getting so sick of that. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's fun. It's trendy. It's fun. Yeah, but. I, I, it's just, I think it's a year of, I don't know, opening a lot of topics. Like consciousness. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Yeah. yeah. No, I loved your last, like, I, this is like, I personally have been a fan for years and years and years. <laughs> and I, I love the booty pop and stuff too, because I feel like for women too, it's just like releasing and being free with that part of who you are mm-hmm. and not feeling like you're portraying a certain image. You're just having a good Time. really good time and like embracing your sexuality your femininity all that stuff that's why i've loved all of that as well and so i feel like that's been part of just who you are and what you do regardless yeah. Oh, yeah. but now it's like now you're putting it into i think i have a daughter <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no, like, well yeah you i know, mean that changes things i have had all these ideas and topics in my mind for a long time but this is the first time i'm just like i really care I really care. I really care about, like, suicide. I really care about bullying. I really care about human trafficking. I really care about what's happening in this world. And it really touches my heart because it's like I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her to go through these things. And how could I be a voice with the platform that I have? Yep. Yeah. So I think with having a daughter or, like, a child of your own, it kind of just shifts your perspective on oh everything. God, yeah. Because... Prior to that happening, prior to you having your kid, you're kind of just concerned about what's around you. Yes. Like, yeah. what do I care about? Like, okay, I don't care about that, so I just mm-hmm. won't think about it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you have, like, your child, um, you you love that, you know, you love your kid unconditionally. And then you think of everything from their perspective. Mm-hmm. And they're exactly. like, the world that bullying? I didn't know bullying was a thing. But like, <laughs> yeah. Not okay. You know, like, yeah. you know. so it just kind of like warps your perspective on things. And then it totally just like changes the your whole, I guess, playing field. I know, you know? that you felt like when you got your nephews. I felt that with my baby brother, he came a decade after me. For, and it's not, I'm sure that's not the same degree as becoming a mom. But mm-hmm. in any case, it definitely made me a lot more aware of like what he was watching and what, you know, kinds of girls he would date and like how he would be bullied or all these things like came into my consciousness. Yeah. After he was born, yeah, I mean, it's as scary a, <laughs> and infuriating. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as a single dude watching all my friends get married and have kids, it's interesting to see how like the craziest party guy I knew from college now has through like two daughters, one on the way, and oh he's become gosh. such like just a responsible person. <laughs> <laughs> who are you, man? And like my friends who like throwback Thursday, like <laughs> were known as like they hated kids, they didn't like being around kids, they didn't like babysitting, like kids just freak them out now is like the most like doting parent ever just, just how much of, like 
the it changes once it's yours, yeah. right? I think I, I hear that a lot, actually. Like, <laughs> when people are growing up, they're like, oh, I don't want kids. I maybe want one kid. But then after they have their first kid, it's like... I'm ready. Lord, let's go. <laughs> Six too many? I don't know. Yeah. That could work. This is a lot. It's the Kardashians of more. That's yeah. not even. Aww. It's yeah. Just watching. So my friend's gonna have like three baby age kids, like PK. So I'm like, yeah. You, you, you trying to kill yourself? Is that like? <laughs> she has know. one. How's that going? Yeah. One is already crazy enough, and I forget. Mm-hmm. Like. She's only going to get older and she's getting bigger. So I was like, you know, it's going to get easier as she gets older. And I'm like, oh, my freaking goodness. It's getting harder. Like 24-7, I have to be looking at her because she's already starting to walk. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's putting everything in her mouth. Whereas, <laughs> she's like, got energy. Girl's got some energy about girl, her. I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well she's like, because her mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> and her dad. Both of you guys Both. are like. And my whole pregnancy, I was dancing, like, all nine months, you know? And then, so she's used to, like, the rhythms and the beat? She, yeah, yeah, like, she moves. Probably, yeah, she, yeah. she used to get down in my belly. Like, I would feel her kick all the time. And anytime I had a sonogram, they are just like, we can't get her because she's, like, spinning. She's like, yo, mom. Yeah. <laughs> turn up the jams. <laughs> drop that yeah. beat. Drop it. Yeah. She's straight up doing war. war, war, war. <laughs> like, fucking like, head spins. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, in my belly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, she's just so active now. And... If it's kind of freaky and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. But um, does she rest well at least? Like, does she sleep? Yo, she knocks out. She's okay, out. Good. That's <laughs> yeah. the, that, that, that's, that's that's your my girl. Yeah, because yeah. I have the friends that have like the crazy crazy children and then they don't sleep. Like they sleep two hours and they're awake for two hours and they sleep like two. Like I feel bad for that. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she can't <laughs> she's like... right now. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. I would do. Yeah, that uh, no, because we were really blessed with. Um, I don't know. She's not not that she's easy, but she is easy. Like she's she, eats, she never she cries. Yeah. She's super happy. She's crazy. It's because you're dancing, girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She just laughs at me all That's the time. What you guys do? Play music and dance, you exactly. guys. It's like some, the key to a great child. <laughs> I have some friends who like they have the easy baby first, so they're like terrified of having another one. That's where I'm at. Like, <laughs> the second one is gonna be like, damn it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I got, I struck gold on the first one. What are the odds <laughs> right? of the second yeah. one? Also, I feel like boys are just tough in general. If you have a boy, gosh, they pee all over you. <laughs> Do they? They're, yeah, because they have pee pee. You know, like they're penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shot again. Pee. I have a I have a skewed image because of my little brother. He was a third one, and he was <gasps> like he came out of my mom like a little Buddha, just happy and wise what? and considerate. Dennis was always just the sweetest baby. He barely cried. He's still sweet. He's oh, such a sweetheart still yeah. to this day. He's always been super mature. Like he'd go play with like the kids who are sitting by themselves and lonely. He would go like when he was three, he'd go sit and like be their friend because he didn't want them to be lonely. Oh, like Dennis. such a Dude. good ch- So my brother and I were <laughs> like, like the, the most chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, kid. such a sweetheart. And then my older brother and I were like the demon children. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom always said like oh he's our present because I dealt with you <laughs> which is totally true and we were like old enough to just take that in stride but no that's what I'm saying I think I have a a skewed perception mm. I'm like I'm so screwed if I have kids <laughs> no some people are like me uh oh <laughs> but you would know how to handle it yeah throwing you know? attitude at me like, I'm not eating right that back. What, what is that I'm not eating it <laughs> when she cries we cry Aww. And she's just like, what? And then she gets confused and she stops. And we're like, great. <laughs> <laughs> she has a crazy, she has crazy parents. So I love you guys. 
Thank you. I need to visit. Yes, please. I live a block away. A block away. I'm sorry. It's no excuse. I know. It took me longer to get coffee than to come here. <laughs> what? No excuse. Yeah. Crazy. So, Tim, what's on your mind this week? Uh, so, I wouldn't even say it's just this week, but this is something that I constantly think about and I'm constantly putting myself in different situations but it comes down to like my whole life has been just about networking mm. um networking with like the right people today <laughs> yeah you know what it's funny because like from a personal perspective and my like job perspective like <laughs> it's all about networking it's everything because for my day job i'm actually an it systems and security engineer oh, wow. wow so it's like you're really engineer. nerdy stuff. Computer geek, man. <laughs> I'm net, you know, building networks and blah, blah, blah like literally in the That's IT That's important, space. though. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the backbone of any, like, right, right. anything. Everything. So, so I did that, but I, didn't, I never went to college. Like, I just taught myself everything. So it also comes down to, like, passion, too. Like, so, like, how, how driven are you going to be? How ambitious are you going to be to, like, achieve a goal to be... Whatever your goal is, like everyone defines success differently. Which is what we were talking about too. Like, I mean, we we're talking a lot for yeah. this podcast. Yeah. But yes, I wish we had recorded that. Yeah. So it just comes down to like, you know, how badly do you want it? You know? Yeah. So I, I mean, this is going to sound funny, but I watched like a YouTube video of like just some random like pump you up type <laughs> whatever but i listened to that too like the coaches were like yes you yes, gotta totally. do this so this one of the one shot. of their quotes was like if you you have to want success as badly as you want air mm-hmm. like if you're drowning your next breath of air you have to want success in that same yeah. manner mm-hmm. you know so and whatever your definition of success is. right well i mean right. that's what they say about just the best entrepreneurs like no like you always hear about people hitting home runs on their first try, mm-hmm. but the truth is, pe- real people who build businesses and like get that rush, fail. They fail so oh, many oh, times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and basically, I failed a lot. Trust <laughs> me. Like, yeah. And basically, oh, I've been there. Yeah, I mean, they just don't let it take them down. Like they see, exactly. they see failure as a necessary a step. step. Right. Or it like, gets you down, but you still get back up. That's the other thing too. Right, yeah. It's like. I feel like there was one image that I forgot which motivational speaker and I didn't I I agreed with like the overall message Mm. which was like don't give up but he was kind of I want to remember the name but he was kind of painting this overly rosy picture of like the people who succeed are the ones who don't let anything get to them and I was like I don't agree with that I think it gets to you but you still you learn to learn yeah you learn from it and I keep going I was like you're you're kind of thinking it sounds overly simplistic it's like when we um, when we have events that don't go as well as we plan. <laughs> we go okay what did we learn from that yeah, yeah. always what you know? do you take away like that's yeah. that's been a big thing too like that i just live by kind of like anytime i fail at anything it's just like okay what can i learn from this experience and then let's move forward yeah let's make it better next time like, i think with i also quote cry. unquote <laughs> that but like quote unquote <laughs> failures i i've always seen that i mean in the moment it's tough right yeah mm-hmm. i cry and i try to uh, figure out why what's going on but then i've always realized that it humbled me so much Mm -hmm. and it it created even more passion and more fire to my next um idea or you know whatever it comes down to the next thing and i do really really think you know i know everyone has heard this saying but it is a blessing in disguise um but 
being 30 years old, having a daughter, mm. you know, and being in this industry, living in LA for five years, moved here 10 years ago, couldn't do it. Having a lot of things, I had a lot of things happen, you know, sure. in these past couple of years. I realized through the tough times of it, I wouldn't have it any other way because mm -hmm. it made me that much st stronger, smarter, mm -hmm. and more humble and extremely passionate. So whatever I do, I do it with integrity. So Because there's all, a lot of options to not. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. And then, yeah. you know, and the thing about the network thing, it is so true. This whole industry is all about network. It's not even about this industry. It's about everything life. now. Life is yeah. about networking. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, our lives are not about hard work anymore. It's about being an entrepreneur. Like, you know, you have to make it on your own now. That's the generation mm -hmm. we live in. Um, so connections are what you need to do. But what is so hard is that it's, it's just a right way of doing it, where your heart is and where your integrity is. I think that's what's going to make you different and right. also will steer you to the right people. Right, Because right. um, I've already had so many people use me so much in this city. And, uh, you know, I see that, you know, they're going to go far. But once you get there, what 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 else mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you you get yeah. where you are in career but it is are you going to be happy with the outcome of how many people you left behind and how many people you hurt mm -hmm. right and it already turns into more about money than passion yeah which is like the struggle I've, and we've so, talked about that yeah so that's kind of, that's kind of interesting that you even bring that up <clears throat> because uh my whole photography, so I don't need photography to make a living. Like, I, I purely, like, back in June, like... You your geek stuff. You're an engineer, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now. Like, I have something to fall back on. So, I, but then the eye-opening part for me is I, literally, like, a month ago, I was seriously considering just quitting everything and then just going full-time photography like, travel photographer, like, my style's, like, very lifestyle-oriented, so mm -hmm. I just like to shoot. Like, this whole time that we've been doing this, I've been shooting. Like, That's you know, awesome. So we'll I'm going to have to take a look podcast. at that. And then... <laughs> I believe they call it taking the leap, right? That's what they call it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. So, um, but then, you know, I realized, like, my passion for photography trumps everything. Like, That's Like, amazing. everything. So... But then that also comes down to like, then I was like, well, how do I sustain my life? Yeah. Like, how do I make a, you know, how do I pay my bills pretty much? Sure. But then that also, then that comes down to like networking. Mm -hmm. So like all within this last month, like I got hit up by like X Games. I'll be talking to Monster. I'll be talking to, you know, like Leica, like these big people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's Incredible. all just based on like putting myself out there. Like I have to just try. Like I'm going to. Yes. Any. Anything that I do, like I just put myself out there. I'm just like, I wanna, I wanna go shoot like X Games, and I'll find an avenue. Like I'll work my ass off to like make it happen. It's funny mm -hmm. because like hearing this story because I've known Tim for a long time, and I was essentially like we were talking when you first picked up your camera, yeah, and you're like making your logo and all that stuff, and <laughs> yeah. that's what I feel like again. It's the idea for which well, was like eight years ago, yeah, like seven years ago. Yeah, so it's funny to watch because I feel like I was always flinching about acting just because 
you know inherently at the beginning you're not going to be that good right Mm -hmm. Right. so then it like stops you from starting but this guy was always just like he picked it up if you compared his first set of photos to like now there's gonna be a huge difference in terms of like style and editing and the shots and the framing everything but he just didn't give a shit he's like all right here they go (laughs) but that's awesome but that's what i that's what everyone that's a great point that's what i feel like everyone should be like a leap of faith. You just got to And that's go. what stunted me for like a five, he, mm. he had an eight yeah. years start. And well, I, was I like, told five. her, I was like, you just have to do it. Yeah. And you just like, have to like, mm. yeah, she, so yeah, Minji always had like concerns like, oh, but, you know, but why this, that, hey, yeah. whatever. But I get it. <laughs> like, this which, world makes you, oh yeah, do they need you to be perfect already. Yeah. Yeah. You know, already. So you're no, so scared. Yeah, I totally, show up yeah, I get that. But, you have to keep trying, you know? Like, a lot of people would say, like, my... Like, the stuff that I get to do, like, the stuff that I've done, like, I've shot, you know, Cirque du Soleil. I've done all this stuff. And they're like, oh, man, how'd you get so lucky? But then, like, another friend of mine pointed out, is like, Tim didn't get lucky. Like, he put himself out there. He's been working his ass off. Like, his work ethic kind of, like, speaks for itself. And then that's why he got these opportunities of course. you know so without- i love that you're talking about yourself it's like second person there <laughs> it's like uh, moby dick yeah <laughs> or not moby dick heart of darkness that's what and anyways i'll be, I'll be yeah. the first day too and that's honestly what i've known about ellen too that you know i've been following your stuff for years since the white tea video oh my god but like you and so many of the dancers that you've collaborated with and that i'm like a huge fan of that entire family and just it's you guys amaze me but it was always just like dude we're just chilling in our studio doing our stuff with our friends pretty we're much gonna keep putting it out there the, the intent was never like i'm trying to get eight million views on this shit it was mm. like no this is what we love to do I think we're pretty damn good. So whatever. There you go. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I really, really like that. That's why for me, the whole collab thing, when it came down to even joining collaboration for me, was like, I get to meet all these people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, because that Mm -hmm. feeds... Whatever it is that you are passionate about, because I'm I'm not a dancer. Um, I mean, it goes back to... I know I've shared this quote before, but something that stuck with me from my high school days of going to these motivational conferences. Um, Do something that you love, that you would do for free, Mm -hmm. but do it so well you get paid for it. Word. Dude, hell yeah. (laughs) That's totally true. Yeah. And that is why we are here. (laughs) Sitting here. No, but it takes a lot. It really does take a lot, though. But I'm glad. And I'm, I'm like, I love the networking thing, but I feel like the networking word has, has like a, like a negative connotation and stuff because it feels so contrived it feels very like i'm here for you are like it's good to own that i am here for a purpose i do want to further myself and i do want to like meet people but sometimes people can be really like defensive because they're like what do you want from me and i know that like what you're saying Mm. and that look i know it very well because you're just like what do you want from me because it doesn't seem genuine either Mm -hmm. so i say with the networking thing that you're talking about it's like do it with with integrity and just as sincerely as possible. Yes. There you go. That's a good point. I think sincerity is, yeah, because the thing is, the thing that I've noticed from my years of networking is most people want to help or want to help people. Yes, they do. They they love, like mentoring is something that like, it flatters people to feel like, oh, I, like I'm taking this I'm person helping. under my yeah. wing. Yeah. Yeah. And I have something but, to impart. Yeah, but the really good people that you want to talk to have such a developed bullshit meter yeah. that like they can smell if you're like crawling up their butt. Yeah. Right? These are Minji's terms that I've co-opted. <laughs> <laughs> 
well. I, I agree, though. You have to network, but you have to be genuine about yes. everything that you're approaching people about. Because te- technically, if you're getting, like, cold calls during dinner, like, tele- you know, telemarketers, that that could be seen as networking, too. But that's what you're doing to someone else if you're, like, not genuine about it. Right. Yes. And you're approaching right. them, it's like, oh, like, why are you bothering me? Right. You know? But if you approach them, you know, like, genuinely, like, you just want... If you're sincere about it, like you guys are saying, then people can pick that up. They right. pick that, pick up the vibe, and they're like, "Okay, we can totally let's work. Let's right. do it. Energy, let's do man. this. Whatever." All about energy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I pick. I'm very sensitive to that. If Me I get too. the fake vibe, or if I get like any sort of you're trying to take advantage of me in any way i don't respond well Boop. to that mm-hmm. i mean i'm not rude to anybody but internally it's a shutdown i was like so we're not talking ever again mm-hmm. <laughs> so just be aware and I, I, I try to take that in consideration to any person that i approach to like if i'm going to step to them and be trying to take something from them that it's like just strictly like i'm just trying to benefit leech off of you i don't feel good about that so i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not even gonna go there yeah because it just uh. Marvin knows because I have to like wind him about vent him about everything. <laughs> okay, well, my topic this week is Lunar New Year, but um, we're, let's keep it short because we're running a little long. It is so a full house, um, but it was Lunar New Year on Monday. Yeah. So happy Year of the Monkey, everybody! Yeah, Fire Monkey. <laughs> yeah. And the red mics, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minji and I were uh, we were running the San Gabriel Lunar New Year Festival on Saturday. That went really well, and then uh, we were waiting. My my dad just came back from Asia yesterday, last night. So we're we're probably gonna celebrate probably this weekend. Do you Hi, guys dad. celebrate? Huh? Do you guys celebrate Lunar New Year? Like I would always commemorate. I like I would so. acknowledge it because my grandma's really big on the lunar calendar. But oh. I never like did it. We always did like. January 1st, New Year. My mom never did that stuff. <laughs> no. Like, Happy New Year's on Bye. American New Year. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it's like just, it's a huge deal for the Vietnamese community and the Chinese community. Like, the Chinese, mm. in China, it's not even called New Year, really. It's called Spring Festival. Oh. We have two big, it's a two mm. big harvest festivals, right? There's a Spring Festival and the Fall one and the fall, Mid-Autumn Festival. Yeah. And that's when everyone goes home, everyone, like, makes these big dinners because it, the streets are empty it's, it's a harvest festival right so it's all mm-hmm. about just food bountiful like just making tons of food and eating it with family um so aren't they trying to acknowledge it as like a national holiday like some kids got that or new york or something new york kids, kids got the day off. Got i think it's because off. there's so many there's so many of us that's here dope. now i think that's dope um yeah. but even like the nba was trying to acknowledge it right they were uh like a lot of the like Every single NBA team was, was supposed to do something for Lunar New Year, and they actually got them into trouble because of the Year of the Monkey uh-huh. and February being African American Heritage Month. Oh <laughs> my no. goodness! Well, okay, I was at a Clippers game <laughs> last, last week, and I got annoyed that they kept calling it Chinese New Year mm. because they're doing the whole. This girl's like super again, like they're 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 really trying to make it festive, but this girl host was like. I got the red envelopes, guys. And she's like passing them out. <laughs> like, it was just, you know, and they got dragon dance or lion dance. It's like dancers. the Panda Express. Of yeah. That's how, that's how, that's, yes. That is the best that's, description. Yeah, yes. Is, it was a Panda Express. And then I was the douche lord. I was like up in the nosebleeds. I was like, it's Lunar New Year. And I woke up time, to say it, that. <laughs> for the longest time, it was, you know, only people only knew it as Chinese. Of course, because yeah, people and I get it. weren't aware other Asian ethnicities existed. I get it, you know. But also we, but like, <laughs> yeah. and, and then so we need to like call it out. And I wasn't trying to be a jerk, but I kind of was. 
I was just yeah. kind of bored. And I was like, it's loaded. passionate. Come on. Yes, passionate. Yes. No, so, it was good. Sorry. It's funny because I remember back in elementary school, there were only about four or five of us that were of Chinese like heritage. Like mm-hmm. my, my my elementary school is a lot of a lot of Vietnamese, a lot of Mexicans, and we had one or two Koreans too. But that was when Koreans were still kind of sparse in San Gabriel. Okay, but I remember it was just all now? the Chinese moms <laughs> got together and taught because. Uh, because we had such a diverse classroom, you know, like during Hanukkah, like our one Jewish classmate came and like we all made latkes and like that's learned sweet. about oh, the menorah. Cool. So during Chinese New Year, all the Chinese moms came, made food and like taught people. About I love the, that. Uh, the, Dude, the that's customs. Sweet. I'm such yeah. a mom. I've been like that since I was a kid. Like, <laughs> like let's all celebrate and like learn each other's cultures. And da, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, but I think it wasn't until grad school when i moved to maryland when i realized not everyone has this type of uh oh yeah yeah for sure that is not even yeah not even close this was lived all over the world yeah so So denver is actually the 22nd place that i've lived wow Wow. uh, i grew up like all over the states all over the world like i lived in korea for a year germany for two years wow uh, but growing up like my middle school and high school like i lived in tennessee at the time (laughs) and my my school was literally like 85% like African American. Oh. So it was a pretty eye opening just like there was no red envelopes able- there. Right? No. Oh, there was no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was but it was just a crazy experience cuz like just me moving around so much and then yeah. having to adapt like you That know, must have been It was pretty interesting. nuts. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Um I mean, I want I don't have any tattoos, but like I do want to get a tattoo of like <laughs> A jellyfish floating in the clouds, and then the whole theme of it is like the whole theme of it is constantly adapting. Yeah. So it's just like that's been my entire life, literally, and stinging people that piss you off. Yeah. I think that's like led to like a lot of conversations about identity and things like that. Whereas, like, I was so stationary in the Bay and experiencing that particular like Mm. super super Asian upbringing, and then not in high school, I was like. Why don't people get it more? <laughs> but but like I like that the con- and that's just again that's an evolving conversation as mm-hmm. I get older. But I really appreciate that people are making that effort now, and I think that you know what we do it has impacted that. And like fresh off the boat yeah. and Doctor Ken and all that stuff has impacted <laughs> everyone's acceptance of oh this is like a really special holiday for people and acknowledging for like, the fastest growing minority group in yeah the state to recognize yeah. <laughs> and enjoy it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a good holiday. It's another reason to celebrate. And with that, let's take a quick break. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone, by the way. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy we'll New take Year. a quick break to talk about collaboration updates. And we'll come back to talk about the biggest holiday in the States that just went on this last weekend. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> And this podcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian American for the arts, connecting, discovering, elevating, and showcasing the creative talents of our community. How's it going, Minji? It's great. I'm feeling great. So, in case you haven't been listening the last couple of weeks, Collaboration is recruiting right now in all 14 of our member cities. So if you're in any of our cities um, and want to join this fabulous movement... Go Please to our website. Send us an application. The application is on our website, like Minji just said, <laughs> www.collaboration.org. You can see the application. Um, there's a link to the application right on the top of the page. 
You guys get to become producers. This is like the production life. It's awesome. Yeah, we're looking for anybody uh, with creative talent, production talent, or interest in creating awesome events and programs to support your creatives in your community. Marketing, leadership, all good. We're also looking for writers. If you want to write about the Asian American condition or your community <laughs> or like disease. profile awesome Our people experience. doing cool things in your area, uh, we'd like to hear from you. Um, if you have an idea uh, for a article or if you'd like to join our volunteer staff as an editor um, send us an email at blog at collaboration.org and uh, we'll get back to you ASAP. I'm really excited to get more writers for the blog in particular because I've just noticed how powerful writing is and like writing really great blog articles shares the different like experiences and stories out there so if you are a talented aspiring writer you know go for it don't doubt yourself try it out and we're excited to meet you. And inspired by our guest, Tim, if you're a photographer and have some dope pictures you want to share about Asian American stuff for people That'd in your awesome, areas, please. we would also like to see that because I think picture picture gallery articles are pretty cool nowadays, right? They've always been. It's forever. <laughs> we send it to blog too. Send it to blog at yeah, collaboration.org. Send, send your pitches if you have anything you'd like to share to blog at collaboration.org. Finally, if you're in the LA area, and are a college student or someone who's just out of college, we're looking for interns to There's help us out. There's a lot to learn, you guys. We, we are a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. We're looking for organizational interns to help us with our um, operational things like getting grants and um, helping with our donor programs and the backbone of what we are as an organization. We're looking for a digital marketing intern to help us with social media, marketing, and PR. And we're looking for production interns to help us create our great content. So if you're interested, um, please send us your resume um, at info at collaboration.org. And yeah, that's, that's it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And now we're bringing it back to uh, some awesome Super Bowl talk. Welcome back to the Collabcast. I'm Marvin Yui. Joining me is Christine Minchi Chang, Ellen Kim, and Tim Kim. They're not related. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys and girls, it was a Super Bowl on Sunday. Was it? America's greatest holiday. Was it? I, don't, I didn't know. <laughs> Did you guys do any? I know. Um, so, I went to my usual party with my uh, good friends from high school. Um, their, their family usually bets on the game so it's a lot of fun watching them lose their minds when as they lose money um and also um they gamble in between the commercials because they're all addicted but they're all asian um what, <laughs> yeah. what did you guys do for super bowl i went and got a massage <laughs> i'm an idiot i should have i should have gone up to the bay my friends were organizing crazy things in in the city because i mean super bowl was in santa clara but the parties like i found out yesterday that a friend of mine threw a party at the grand where little wayne was having his like super bowl party so again i could have i was like what (laughs) and i just didn't care so i was like i don't care about the super bowl i'm like it is funny how like every single like um like b-roll shot at Super Bowl was of the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. or like oh. um, the actual Super Bowl is like 50 minutes away <laughs> whatever right? it's cool for yeah. most people outside of California did you hear they're they trying no to idea, like yeah. they're trying to make that specific spot around Levi Stadium they're trying to like bestow San Francisco 
I don't know, like call that area San Francisco. Oh god. So that they could say it. I mean, San Francisco has changed so much. It has already. So every time I go, it doesn't feel like home. Yeah. So I don't go. You grew up in San Francisco proper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Richmond District. Yeah. (laughs) So I heard that San Francisco actually paid for all the Super Bowl like festivities and security out of their own like tax pockets. Well, they have a buttload because Santa Clara stuff was paid for by the NFL. Oh yeah. Well, so, yeah. San Francisco went crazy with the parties and like the all the things. I mean, come on, Google, mm-hmm. Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. everything, eBay, Uber, yeah, Uber, <laughs> Lyft. They actually did the same thing when the Golden State Warriors were in the Salesforce. finals mm-hmm. because, like, I, I know the city of Oakland actually got pissed off that the uh, the networks weren't showing Oakland; they were just showing San Francisco. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Well, it's where the yeah, money is. Well, did you watch yeah. it? Did you watch it? I only watched the performance on YouTube. <laughs> I, went to, <laughs> I went hiking. <laughs> See, it's a good hiking. day to go do all the other things because uh, everyone's at home. Right? Exactly. It's an American holiday. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm from Denver. Uh-huh. How'd so that go? <laughs> everyone was either downtown or at like house parties. Uh-huh. And then literally the roads were barren. I think the only it's a yeah, good time to do a it, shoot. Yeah, right? it would be, and it was like at nighttime. It was kind of foggy. I was like, maybe I should just go, go do a shoot in the middle of the street. Like, that'd be I heard it was a pretty uneventful game. That's no, I didn't it was, was a defensive amazing. struggle. Yeah, okay. it's like so. The thing with Not football is like most people. It's like baseball, right? Most people only want to see the home runs. They yeah, want to see the touchdowns. They want to see a shootout. That's what but I this meant. Was like, like, I mean. this was like this was more of like a street. Like this well, was. This was I yeah. think it was a very. It was a definitely a defensive game, mm. but it was exciting. Yeah, it was an exciting defensive game. Okay, like when you have like there was like ten turnovers, like so many fumbles, like yeah, you, so many sacks. Yeah, and they were you know, Carolina was known for like you know their uh, pass rush defense or whatever, like you know protecting the not- quarterback. So, um, yeah, I was at a house party with like. A bunch of Denver, like true Denver Broncos <laughs> fans. Were they dressed up as horses? <laughs> uh, He's like, probably. Yeah, I think there was. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but but it was pretty nuts. Like I, I thought that was pretty crazy. And then yesterday was the parade uh, oh. in, De- in Denver, and over I think they said over a million people showed up, and there was oh like God. aerial aerial views of like city hall and stuff where mm-hmm. everyone was like gathered. And it was just like, it looked like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I was like, holy, it was just like a sea of orange. Oh, now crazy. I'm like reliving the Giants when we won the oh which, my which World Series. No, anyway. I know, right? <laughs> whatever. Uh, like, yeah, I'm in LA. <laughs> but Minji, didn't I see you make some kimchi queso? I did. So I, made it, I, made it, I made it after the Super Bowl just because I felt like uh. shopping. And it was funny. People are still watching. So that's when I took advantage of the no traffic and I went to Koreatown to buy kimchi. Nice. That's what I did. Mm. But I did make that. So you did Dude, partake. So easy. Kimchi queso. Kimchi queso. It's like kimchi oh cheese God. dip. So good. Oh, really did good. you create that? Or it was from BuzzFeed. <laughs> People were sharing that last week like crazy, and I was like, I "This is going to happen." BuzzFeed. That's I'll all do it. I'll I do, make you it. guys. Watch Tasty and BuzzFeed yep. cooking videos. Yep. I'm such a mom. <laughs> well, so but am I. They're then. so good. <laughs> so good. Because they make it so simple. Mm-hmm. I like the I taste mean, made like, stories but... on Snapchat because they have like the Snapchat like length recipe videos where you just like. That's what I was doing. Yeah. I, I did snap making it. Oh. I didn't put the. Yeah. Things were melting. So I couldn't like type and put the like. Well, it's a half <laughs> cup. And I was like, you guys, this, 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 and this. It's really easy. 
Oh. I'll send you the link. It's super okay. easy. Yeah. No, but it was fun. I tuned in at halftime. I was like, oh, they're streaming. For the big... Uh, you can... For the Beyonce show. It's, it's, <laughs> it was really funny watching just like the difference between Coldplay and Beyonce <laughs> oh and funny, Bruno Mars. Funny yeah. moment. I, I tuned in right when Beyonce was starting. So I oh. didn't even see whatever happened oh. before. I haven't even seen Coldplay's part yet. Still. <laughs> still. And it's just Chris Martin like spinning around. Yeah. like Being Chris Martin, doing Coldplay. Yeah. I thought it was really like it was very there's a lot going on um I love that they brought Bruno back I love him and like everyone was marveling they're like Bruno can dance yo and I was like excuse me like Bruno's been dancing forever yeah. he's like one of the best performers yeah. to like go see he's so. incredible like I thought he stole the show mm-hmm. like his just as a dancer and oh my gosh I mean you need to be yeah. like legit to do what he was doing to make it look good yeah because those same movements can look completely awful yeah some artists yeah i'm saying but he was absolutely phenomenal are you friends with phil uh we've known each other for like the past over 10 years but like we know each other we say what's up but we don't like yeah what how do you say his last name I don't know. T- Jabberwockies? Yeah. Phil from Jabberwockies. Phil Jabberwockies. It starts with a T, and I don't. I want to butcher <laughs> yeah. it, but he choreographed that. So dope. For Bruno, and then danced next to him. Like, it's so amazing. When and I found that, that out, is, I like, like, him. Yeah. Because he's so, just, he's, like, he is just so pimp, dude. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like I remember watching him when he was in Mind Tricks, and that's when I was, like, 14 years old, like, Watching him perform, they're always been like so pimp with everything that they do. So just finally seeing him becoming him working with an artist and making him super pimp too is just <laughs> that's what we like. That's, You're like, I knew this uh, since I was fourteen. It's this so was dope. in the making. Yeah, I it, love yeah. it. It's Girl, like, you dance with Beyonce. I'm sorry, but Beyonce's like an idol. And you dance with her in like one of the most important songs I think she's done. Run the world. Yeah. yeah that was Girl. really Run the West. Yeah. Music video, okay, with Dang. like five thousand billion. I don't girls. care. You d- you have to be you have to be good to be on point the way that that music video was epic. And I saw you on her documentary. <laughs> I was like, that's Alice. Like, <laughs> Asian. Yeah, I freaked out. I was like, I know her. And I've been following you for years, so it was just really, really dope. Thank you. That was you work with Pharrell. You've d- you. <laughs> I just wanted to say something about Phil. Like, it's really um, it's really rare to see. An, a choreographer like beautifully met with an artist like you know i feel like a lot of artists are forced to do a lot of things you know mm-hmm. and like as in movements and i just think phil and bruno mars is just complete match in heaven yeah so that's why he looks so good and I, him that's, that's the word yeah it he was so, so him like just <laughs> and then beyonce's like performance was to me absolutely incredible too and mm-hmm. now i'm seeing like uh People's like who, the who political yeah. flashback. I don't care. I think I that's don't care. I loved it. Wait, and, what's the what's the um, backlash? Black uh, Panthers. Did I say lashback? I'm sorry. Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backwards today. Um, about the Black Panthers that it's well, it was her song formation which she dropped like what the day before, mm-hmm. and she loves she loves to do that. I love that she did that. Her whole album was song and music video, and that's what. You know, we've talked so much about the way that art kind of comes out of you and that it's not just 
music and it's not just visual like all of those things it's mesh everything. and that's what, when she did that it was brilliant because that's the way when i hear music i see certain things with it so when she did that it was dope and she did the same thing with formation i think that's a that's about, a statement about just like you don't need a marketing run-up and like when she dropped her last album she had a music video for every single every song, single one right? already ready yeah. so she'd been working on that for like the mm-hmm. last year and I'm sure yeah. the NDAs on that were crazy. <laughs> okay, can I tell you guys at that Beyonce shoot? Uh-huh. Uh her. I'm not gonna say who said it, but then it was just so funny. Can I just tell you guys what happens in these <laughs> shoots? So we're shooting and it's like right next to the airport, LAX. And um the one of the guys come up to us, like the director, and he's just like, just letting you know, ladies, um, just letting you know that, you know, Beyonce knows Obama. So if if I see if we see anything because we're really packed on security if we see anything on Instagram if we see anything on Facebook anything on social media <laughs> will find you because she knows the president she knows Obama we got the CIA on your ass and you right? know they're tracking everything you know they're spying on people I'm like, oh my gosh I'm like this paparazzi is like right there like, come on dude like that to me was just. I want to like whether you want to share it now or like after. I want to hear that process of like how the, those auditions happen, like the rigor of getting to be chosen as. Well, that is that's connection. Okay. I had a friend who was already choreographing for the uh, music videos, so it's about the connection. I already knew him, and he mm-hmm. just texted me while I was in a movie, uh-huh. and that was my first job um, as a dancer in LA. I like just moved here, and he hit me up and he was from New York and he was coming to LA. So I'm really, really grateful. So connections go a long way. Yeah. But it's also how you meet. Mm. That You know what I'm saying? That's why it's every, like we didn't meet. I didn't meet him to be like, I didn't even know he was a choreographer. So it was true friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was wasn't, destiny. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like desperation. Oh, no, yeah. Totally. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so that's all I meant about you know, like connecting yep, is to yep, be yep. very genuine about it. That's dope. Um, but that was through connection and the auditioning process. I've auditioned for so many stuff here, you guys, and it has nothing. I swear. I've only booked maybe two or three through auditions of living here for five years, but everything has to deal with connections. Mm-hmm. Like Pharrell found me on his wife, Helen found me on YouTube. Nice, and that's how he found me. Nice, you know, social but media. You made oh, that yeah. though. You like you put yourself on YouTube, you know, and you and your friends have put yourselves on YouTube together, doing really cool stuff that you've made together. So again, like there, there has to have been something to have been found. Thank it's you. Dope dance skills. Yeah. <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> Speaking of connections, I kind of want to talk about um, Tim's trip to the X Games. Mm. And he was with Chloe Kim. <laughs> <laughs> She's my hero. So you were brought on to like shoot just the so, events. So what happened? So this actually comes down to connections because I so I play a lot of volleyball. Like I played on the Air Force team for nice. two years and the All Armed Forces team. Blah, blah, was that blah. how you ended up in Colorado? Is the Air Force? The or? Air Force. Okay. Yeah. So nice. I've been in Denver for four years now. But uh, what four years? Um. So it was crazy. So I play a lot of volleyball. So at Wash Park, that's like the biggest park in Denver. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the Top Gun scene now. <laughs> that's, that's, but they were Navy pilots. So no, but anyway. I mean, your, de- like, your, your head's depiction is probably correct. <laughs> <laughs> Body and all. Right? <laughs> Shirtless in the Colorado Val Mountains. Kilmer, <laughs> like, I mean, what know, can I say? Flexing. Anyway. You know. I just, my eyes are just a little small, <laughs> but, uh, jeans. But um, 
So I was playing volleyball, ended up playing with this group that I didn't know, but to be honest, like, I thought one of the girls was pretty cute, so I went over to start playing with them. And then Luke, so Luke Van Valen, he's actually a monster personality. So he's the one that announces uh, all the ski events, like big ski Mm -hmm. events at X Games Mm -hmm. and like Olympics, NBC Sports, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was playing with him. (laughs) I didn't know who he was, but then uh, afterwards, like I was like, yeah, I, like I do some photography, and I showed them some of my photos, and then he's like, dang, these are pretty awesome, and then they're like, do you know who that is? I was like, no. Like, that's he's an Luke okay Van volleyball Valen. player. Yeah. That's who he is. No, not me, but Luke. I know. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's mediocre at best. He's like, I don't know. I don't know, but I just, right. I just crushed him. Right. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. So. Uh, Luke Van Valen, he's um, he's the announce- He's been doing X Games for eight years now, so like he knows everyone, like this and that. So he actually took me. He's like, hey, I want Tim to come be my photographer at X Games. Like nice. that's what he told the senior production manager wow. for nice. X Games. Incredible. And she's like, what? So we, you know, we had <laughs> went through this whole process. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. like, are you sure you don't want to use one of our photographers this night? He's like, no, I want to use Tim. So, <laughs> nice. so then. Um, I, I mean, she's really him. chill, but she's like... You don't understand. He's really good at volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have him here. I swear. So, anyway. But, I mean, that was... that We played volleyball back in, like, July, and then X Games oh, wow. was this past weekend. So, like, we've... But we've, like, stayed yeah. in touch and stuff like that. I actually went to church with him and then met Jordan Norwood, which is a, the wide receiver for the Broncos, and he set a record at the Super Bowl. But, um... We met each other, but I didn't know who he was, and I was just like, oh, like, you have a clothing line? Like, let's talk. I'll do photos for your clothing. But I didn't know who he was. I was, it was just like, whatever. We are just talking. So yeah. that comes down to, like, connections based on, like, genuine... And you're generous. Here's the thing: like he doesn't try to get stuff. out. He's like, "Do you want me to shoot for you?" Like he yeah, always just yeah. puts it out there. Like, I just I offer it. Yeah, you're like I tell people like cool. if you do something cool, like if you let's like, say you let's work in a lumber lumberyard or something, I was yeah. like, I want to go shoot that because I could make some badass photos out of that. Yeah, you know. But so. did you hear that you said? Because I can make some badass photos. Not that I can make that Skrilla. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. you really care about your the art. art. Yeah, yes. and you really you're passionate, and I truly believe. That is going to overcome all that, you know. I yeah. totally agree. As long like, as you keep now, read. Because I'm just putting myself in front of the right people. And then mm-hmm. now pe- people are approaching me like, hey, we want you to do some photos. And I'm like, all right. I mean, which will, will, which will I think, present a different set of challenges. Right. But, like, that's yes. the evolution. Right. And for us with, like, our podcast, like, I hadn't, again, this is not to compare to the photographer, but it's. We didn't know what would become of this, but then when we were reflecting on our year, like I got pretty emotional just realizing it's because Marvin was so passionate about it. And he's like, I think we have a lot of really cool content that we could talk about and so many stories oh, that yeah. we can share. And me being me, I was like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I want to talk for an hour. And it, then it took her a while just to get used to listening to her own voice. Oh, it was awful. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, but, but like yeah. in the year mark, which was a couple weeks ago, we hit 52 consecutive episodes and this is when i was in europe and he was in asia like we dealt with china we dealt with everything and we still made it happen and i was like that's amazing that he was so passionate to like just Mm -hmm. do it and then 
the synergy happened and then suddenly people were like they feel so honored to like be invited to like be part of the conversation we're honored to have them i'm like dude i get to have ellen and andrew and like whoever in my living room like chilling and talking about life like that's my (laughs) happiness so it's like it all just works out but you have to have the i guess like the determination yes like make it happen i think that's a lot of problem for certain people for a lot of people it's ambition and drive it's to actually put action behind your words taking that first step yeah where most people would get caught up like oh and then they they defeat themselves because they are they're just naysaying themselves right so because everybody even beyonce and bruno and chris (laughs) They started somewhere. Well, they were both exactly. babies when they started, but still, like <laughs> no. say that say that like again, you you were them and you just didn't you you had the talent or you had the drive, but you never put that forward. And for me, I think of like all the great art that or the great stories or the innovation or like te- I'm a huge tech and science geek too. Like how many ideas are not happening because someone's like sitting and doubting themselves? Like, well, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't do that. Well, I mean, bringing yeah. it back to like an Asian American perspective type thing. I mean, for a lot of us, it's also pressure from parents or society. Oh my that, gosh, like, yes. The creative life isn't where we should be, right? right? Like, but it's so necessary. <laughs> well, not even that. Like, my, my, I love my mom. She's mm-hmm. like awesome, but she was my biggest critic other than myself. She would, you know, when I moved to LA, she would call me and be like, Elena. <laughs> I, 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 saw your, I, I saw your video on YouTube, and uh, that song doesn't sound like you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, but I know her best interest for me, but I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. Then you then, and it, it does make you insecure. You're like, okay, what what songs do I look like? Yeah, you know? but yeah. that's nice. At least that she's taken interest. She cares. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I have nothing like nothing against it. I'm just saying it does, <laughs> but it does affect. Oh, for it, sure. I just think it's your surroundings that affect yeah. everything in the media. Sure. The yeah. I mean, Minji, your dad's also got to that point where, like, now he's giving you just like critiques, right? Oh, before he wouldn't acknowledge. Well, no, this is even yesterday. I called to say Happy Lunar New Year. And I'm always still iffy about should I talk about what I'm doing or should we just completely bypass it? Because we're not at that comfortable spot yet. But he started like, he's like, so what do I tell my friends that you do? (laughs) I was like, I'm a director of a nonprofit. I'm a producer. I'm also, you can say I'm an actor if you feel like he's like, like, he just like, he's starting to kind of sort of accept it. It's hard, but he doesn't take it seriously. Like it's a real vocation and I get it. And, but before was even way more intense where he's just like basically saying that I'm trying to go out and be a prostitute. Oh my God. That's what he equated it to. He said those words and my mom did too. And I thought my mom would be, you know, supporting me. Supporting me yeah. yeah. But no, it's tough oh my god they're still like you know coming to terms coming to terms my mom's (laughs) on a faster track and i get it too honestly and we've this is an ongoing conversation that's why like when we talk to anybody who's interested in collab like there are all these like self-limitations but that self-limitation is fed Mm -hmm. by like what you said the environment Mm -hmm. that you're growing up in like you're not your own person and i was talking about this with naomi because we're talking about korean community like that thing of han and like how we all feel very united and connected which can be really cool and beautiful but it's also super damaging because you don't feel like you're your own freaking person Mm -hmm. independent to do as you feel and i don't Mm -hmm. know how that goes into like chinese culture otherwise but for korean people it's super strong dude that's crazy i so I literally, I got in yesterday and my parents just came back from being missionaries in China. Mm. So they actually, 
were with me all day because I picked them up from the airport. But we had the same conversation because they were talking about like, oh, you need to get married and blah, blah, blah. I was like, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I want to be a photographer. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, we had this conversation where they're like, we want you to, you know, see like Korean girl and this and that. And I was like, honestly, I hate <laughs> Korean, Watch like yourself. dating. You're talking to well, I get it, <laughs> but I get it. I get it. No, I get no it. but the well, thing is, the th- my point was like, I hate dating Korean girls mostly because their parents, because because then their parents are like, oh, what college did you go to? I'm like, none. Didn't and I'm like, college. they're like, uh, oh, like check, you know, like, check mark. Like, <laughs> That's like the biggest like, check you're doing. Yeah, yeah, demerit, yeah. You know, and then they're like. Oh, like can you speak Korean? I was like, oh, my Korean, I can speak it at like a third grade level, maybe. And then they're like, like <laughs> another demerit, you know, against me. Get out! I'm here. like, great, but then like they don't ask me about like you know they'll oh, ask me are. like what I yeah they don't ask me about me yeah. but then like you know like my job it's your like, resume now, what are now? your stats is. what are your yeah. exactly. that's so funny like I talked about the marriage market in in China that I went to but it's the same thing like. So in China, they have these things they set up in parks. It's like they call it the marriage market where um, parents of children that single children bring their child's like stats on a piece of paper what? and tape it on an umbrella. And you walk through and it's for other parents to like meet other parents to like negotiate like match let's, make. let's set up our children. If I together. did that, I would make like a basketball card. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be like a basketball card. But oh my the stats. funny thing is like there's no no pictures. It's just stats. Like oh really? Oh, wow. Like how tall they are, See? what colors they hey. went to, See? what their that's, temperament that's is. A, like what their temperament. See, yeah. This, yeah. this is what I'm saying. And moving the romance. This bleeds into all the things. Not even just your career, but like who you're gonna love, right? Like you can't I've heard this from multiple people and even from guys that I've gone on dates with. They're like, I never thought I'd date an Asian girl. And I was like, why? They're like, well, they told me that they can date me. But they, I've heard so many stories. Like, <laughs> I th- I've been told that I'm, I can be, that they can date me and hook up with me, but they can't marry me. Like, they've been straight up like Korean girl, one, a Korean girl that this guy went on a date with who's Latino. And he's like, yeah, she told me straight up, like, I can't ever take you home. And he was like, first of all, I didn't even expect to be taken over as an yeah. But second, like, why were you like, but. I mean, my husband is African-American. So, I mean, just imagine that, <laughs> you know, and I have a baby with him. Yeah. So, I Beautiful mean. Beautiful baby. It, it, thank you. Um, it's, it's tough. You know, even for our marriage, he does not understand Korean culture at all. And so we do butt heads a lot because he just can't understand. Mm-hmm. And. I get that he can't understand, but it it's just so it's so <laughs> tough, you guys. Because you know he doesn't understand. Like it, it is about um, your There's status. Yeah, it's just cultural things like, that they uh, won't understand. Because but he keeps on saying it's not even cultural anymore. He's like, it's just human beings. I'm like, <laughs> but human beings come from I don't know. In like, a yeah. pack, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chinese culture has its own set of like customs and stuff, but I yeah. feel like Korean customs are way more like. What's it, rigid? Rigid. Or it's just you have to bow. It's like so, so much bowing. Just <laughs> like not even like Japanese bowing, just like a quick like, like the you can't lower say hello. you get is yeah. better. You can't say hello without like a little head nod. But it comes from <laughs> yeah. a cultural thing yeah. of like the respecting your elders thing. Yeah. So like yeah. it all yeah. like stems and it's hard and and just Shh. yeah, it's like I say <laughs> sorry <laughs> for everything. That, okay. And everyone's like, What are you sorry about? I don't know. And I'm sorry yeah. about that. I'm sorry like, for not knowing what I'm yeah. sorry about. <laughs> great things because i love to feed people you know like me too yeah you know, <laughs> Korean culture but it's like i do see where 
that's it's, the same with Chinese. Like humility is a huge thing. Like you, you're always humble. Like, this is what I'm saying. This when isn't the, like sorry. Like you're putting out the most amazing plays. Like this I didn't is have so no time. terrible. Like, this is so <laughs> bad. That was like the, one of the main things from Jola Club. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. with freaking <laughs> with our girl Tamlin Tamita. But like she, I don't know. God, that that scene spoke to me, and that's what I'm saying. Like when Amy Poehler put it out in her. Which, was it in Yes, Please? But she said, like, it took me a lifetime to undo all the things that I was taught to be sorry for. Dang, for. Yeah. I started crying. But, like, it's this is what I'm saying. All those cultural environmental things feed into, this is what it took me three decades to figure out, like, why it felt wrong to be confident. Why it felt, like, why I have an inner Sasha fears, like Beyonce, <laughs> but I can't let it out. Because, like, I'm going to embarrass my parents. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be somebody who enjoys sex. I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to be somebody yeah. who, like, dresses provocatively or, like, whatever. Like, that's just such a shame to, like, my culture and to my parents, to my upbringing, to my, the you know, Christian roots or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's still very much a part of who I am, which was, like, I was, like, why? I was, like, I can't be an actor. I had this yeah. dream, and I was, like, I can't do it. Because you have to be so Because I have to deal real. with all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. going to be... You know, backlash. I said it right. Like, I, I've <laughs> known Minji, like, as an adult prior to all the collaboration stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe not prior, yeah. but, like, when she was, like, still, like, getting before, into before it. Baby Minji. Right. Yeah. Little Baby Minji. Minji. Well, we've known each other in sixth grade, yeah. yeah. Wow. Since she was my first girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> and it ended with a huge heartbreak, so. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it, well... I wrote her a note saying I was moving since I moved, moved so much. Because you moved so much. And then she crumbled up and threw it in my face. I don't even remember doing then, that. You know what? So it's because I was heartbroken. Look, that's kind of funny. It's scarred him for life. He still remembers that moment. Dude, I don't remember I still it. feel the paper hitting my face. <laughs> 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 and Minji's like, what? I don't remember <laughs> doing that. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> I like That's she just so- sneaks it in there like it's sweeping under the rug. I'm like. sorry. No, I'm pretty sure it was because I was upset and I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. Like I didn't get yeah. what I, I was like. What? <laughs> anyway, what was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl was the original topic. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, you said that you've known me since uh, I was younger. Not, yeah. And like before I've jumping str- into straight, I've struggled with this for so 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 long. Yeah. And everyone thinks that I'm like I'm very loud and opinionated, and it seems like I have this like like I'm gonna have it my way or nothing kind of thing. Which I, you know, internally, of course, a lot of us are like that. Like it's my way or the highway. But when it comes to but, actually doing yeah. it, mm-mm. I'm so scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, our culture is pretty stuff down our throats yeah mm-hmm. good or Whether bad you, you like know? it or not yeah but and there's good yeah. there's so much that i've like really sure. embraced now a lot more mm-hmm. than i used to i went through waves like i'd go through like oh is this a- oh no i'm not korean i quit but you know <laughs> where do I, I turn in my card it's so hard but because i always go to this now but i'm so I'm, but i'm not saying do this yeah but my daughter mm-hmm. she taught me to just say like Fuck it. I'm sorry, you guys. But literally, it's it's just you gotta your life. you gotta be yeah. like. So yeah. when I did that short for Brad, yeah, it was like I'm scared as heck. But I've I've pra- I've been learning. I've been taking so many acting classes for the past five years. Why am I so afraid to go out there? You know, mm-hmm. and now that I'm starting to do things more, I'm just like, wait, it's not that hard. Yeah. Wait, what? This Dude, is I can so do this. Totally. I can totally. do this. Yeah. So it's just, it's, I'm telling you, it might, but my, only my daughter, daughter gave me that because 
now I'm fighting for her. Mm-hmm. It's not about me anymore. It's about her and mm-hmm. what I want to teach her. Mm-hmm. But I'm not telling you to go get pregnant. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm, I'm so happy that you're aware, you know, because but because now you can use that for your advantage in oh, your it's acting, been, yeah. you know, which yeah. is incredible that yeah. other people yeah. don't have. I mean, that's that's why we're having this conversation is literally because I hear it a lot. I hear it from friends who want to come to acting class with me. And like this actually happened a couple of weeks ago. And she's just like taking me through her journey. And I was like, girl, I have thought every single thought you thought about 48,000 times. times. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing new. But also my short answer is just do it. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you got to fuck it. Yeah, do totally. it. Just do it. I mean, classes are at night. You can work and still go and yeah. that whole shebang. Yeah. I think it comes down to like, like how uh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> like honestly, I look at it like, what am I going to be pissed about when I'm nine years old? I'll be pissed that yeah. like my back hurts because I did too many stunts in my like yeah. latest movie at eighty, whatever. Yeah, like Betty White. <laughs> oh, so I was I was going to say it's just being about um, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. as like a creative or like. You know, like, for me personally, it's like photography, right? Like, I challenge myself by just putting myself in uncomfortable situations and getting comfortable with it. Making and then that's, it work. that's taking, for me, that's taking my next step. Right? Yeah, I mean. So, I, like, I commonly just will go to the mall in Denver and just shoot random people. I'll be like, hey, do you want a badass photo of yourself? Like, I'll take, you, I'll take <laughs> a photo of you right so now. Dumb. And then. Because this camera, like, I can, I could, it has Wi-Fi on it, so I can take the photo, transfer it to my phone, edit it in, like, two minutes, and then text it right to them. So then it's, like... You should just set up a booth for, like, Facebook profile photos. (laughs) Yo! For real! Dude, that's a good idea, actually. (laughs) Because people, yeah, they're, like, five bucks. he's got you. (laughs) He's got you. Well, you need a business plan? Because I mean, that's a good point. Like, I mean, going back to just um, entrepreneurs and people who... Like, people always say, like, oh, entrepreneurs are so risk-taking. They love risks. But that's not true at all. Mm-mm. The best entrepreneurs, the best people who, like, are doing stuff, mm-hmm. they're, they're just as afraid of risk as anyone else. They just know how to manage it. Right. Exactly. They know yes. exactly. They're, they're risk management. mitigators. Yeah. They're about, like, yeah, all right, here are all the awesome. things that can go wrong. I'm going to address each of these things so that the chances of it going wrong is at least minimal. There's still risk. Yeah. I'm still afraid of it, but I'm, it's in my mind, so I know how to like go about it. This, right, you know? It's crazy yeah, that you say that because I mean, uh, there's so many things that have been happening happening like the past several weeks, and I think it's just building me up for this pilot that I'm shooting this week because it's like a yeah. reality pilot, and I have to Sweet. do things on the spot. Yeah. yeah, right. But it was all about preparation and seeing other people's preparations and then also seeing if it does fall apart do you have a plan a plan b plan c plan d right and could you do that quickly mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm. you know that and that's yeah. what i realized in the past week so um you're yeah no it, it's, test, it's you're completely right it's the way yeah. you manage it and <laughs> i think that's one thing that you know we do keep out that we forget to say yeah it's not just about on the whim. It's about preparation. Yeah. And it's about. I mean, as, as event producers, we're like we know things will go wrong. It's yes. a it is a given like, fact. inevitable fact that like things will. That's what we plan to so that we know what we're supposed to do. But if this happens, we have we know what to do to correct. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And we prepare for that by like hiring specific people. So like for us, even when it came to like hosts and that came from experience, like from having awful experiences where we're like, okay, that didn't go well because we chose the wrong 
blah to do this role now for the next one okay i need somebody who can just like you prep them in five minutes they know where to go they know how to sound check and they know how to like just execute right 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 and that has helped us prevent that awful thing from happening again i'm being like really vague <laughs> but like that's what we've had to, from so many <laughs> stressful and that's moments when other awful things happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then it teaches you something else and then the biggest thing and the, this is like my last bit of advice in this conversation is stay calm like yes. that is if you relax yes. i just like i'm so chill now which is different and like i don't want to be too chill where i'm just like not present but that's I think, what it, I think it, has changed a lot an for intense me. chill is actually more like yeah. scary than like an angry chill because if someone's angry cause, oh he's just like hot but they're like dude you're fucking up right you're Don't like shit yeah like, <laughs> you know, be calm. Like i'm Just sorry like let's take a let's take a lesson from devil wears prada okay homegirl never had to raise her voice she's like that's all like, she just look at you, you know and that's what and for me and i don't like being that like mean i like to just be i'm on my a game so i need you to be on, be yours. on yours that's yes. it yeah and i'll be really nice about it but i don't ever like when things lately when things go wrong i'm like okay let's fix it except for that moment on saturday but um <laughs> otherwise <laughs> just advice again learning from my mistakes if you stay relaxed and chill things go go they go and they on go. that note um I let's move on forever <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to this came from the super bowl our listener right. email i'm sorry but i look at super bowl sorry one more thing when i look at super bowl i think of production like i'm like who was in charge of that because they did a really good job this yeah. year i thought about camera work yeah, yeah. i was just like who what? <laughs> and that's all production that's all planning yeah that's, you someone know, had even, to prep every even freaking the, whole, the way like, she walked in and then yep walked in and yep like, yep how many rehearsals did they have? Yeah. Who did, like when, who is their sound system? I want to know that. I mean, even just product, producing the game. I'm sure you saw this a lot at the X Games, but like, you know, sports production is all about the overlays, the stats. Like, mm-hmm. like so they were quick. they were debuting new. And like, they're live. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. know what flip they're yeah. gonna do, and you don't like you. Have, someone has to be ready to capture that yeah. and then edit it. Like it's. I'm sorry. I just get into production when I'm like that is so dope. So crazy is insane so i was like we need to be ready for the super bowl for when i treat collaboration i was like i'm getting ready for the super bowl this is my super bowl so we, so need, we need cranes we yes. need like a yes. <laughs> we need drones and need- shout out i'm sorry <laughs> shout out to the uc berkeley cal bears the the rally team put uh, that we believe in love they put that together the cal band was the one that marched out and like did all that whole thing it was amazing that's beautiful so props to go bears <laughs> props to cal Back to the Super Bowl. We're Listener emails. <laughs> um, we got another email from our friend Ao Chen, who um, replied to our comments last week, his question. Uh, you guys talked about Asian Americans creating more content going to festivals like Sundance. Interestingly, Sundance and the Tribeca Film Festival now have awards for the best branded content. They are essentially awarding videos and stories created in partnership with brands for their artistic merit. As artists, would you ever consider doing branded content as a way to showcase your artistic skills? I think people generally feel artists are selling out when they help brands with advertising. But if these prominent festivals are honoring this content for their art, what are you really selling out? Uh, thanks. You guys put out good stuff. Oh, thank so. you. Yes, I would. <laughs> um, you would feel like you're selling out? No, I, I would do it. Mm. And I would take that challenge on very seriously because I do feel that way. I hate when I'm watching a movie and all of a sudden, like, 
here's my Samsung phone. <laughs> and I'm sorry, again, if you're holding your phone, you're like realistically using your phone the way you use your phone, but they're holding it just so, so that you can, I hate that. It annoys the crap out of me. Yeah. Like, let me show you as I text, <laughs> like in this ridiculous way. Well, I mean, it also goes to like, speaking of Super Bowl commercials, like people Samsung. watch those commercials a lot and for like, interesting things they do and like right. all those commercials have like creative teams creative minds behind it like right it is you're, you are selling a message but some of them are pretty well done i'm sorry but right. i want to buy a hyundai now because of ryan reynolds <laughs> the end it has nothing to do with being korean do you want to live I in that like, you want to live in that town full of yes ryan so that i can everywhere. hopefully maybe almost run him over <laughs> and they'll detect it and stop and we can meet yeah. Meet cute. I know he's married. So I'm well, I mean, um, speaking of X Games, I'm things branded contents everywhere, right? And all of your pictures, like, were you, you know, were you told to like take pictures of things? With- no. So That's I nice. had a unique situation. So I was actually shooting just on behalf of Luke. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Then you so don't have any. Then I had thing. I had no like pretty much bars or guidelines. The only restrictions I had were like areas I could get to. Um, but other than that, like I had like an all access pass to everything Mm. and then, but they weren't like, Oh, you have to make sure you have to keep the X games sign in there or like the monster logo in blah, 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 or which is actually someone's job. And that makes it even like, you're trying to get natural live (laughs) stuff and also have the monster (laughs) logo right there in the left corner. So I mean, (laughs) I mean, that that kind of stuff isn't too difficult as a photographer because you kind of just like compose your photo like with that kind of stuff in mind, and then you just make the best opportunity, or yeah. you try to capture the best opportunity. But I, yeah, for me, there was no guidelines. Like I was just there shooting for yeah. Luke. So kind of feel like it's just when it's blatant, it's kind of when it's sucky. done badly, it's right. awful. But a lot of like sometimes these <clears throat> sorry sometimes these films or these projects they need like. People might not understand because they consume TV or streaming, so everything seems free. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these productions cost a shit ton of money to make. And sometimes you gotta like, you gotta take your money where you can get it to make your art. Like, I wouldn't wanna, and I would be selective too. Again, in my ideal situation, I would not wanna promote a product that I think is inherently bad for the world. I would not do a commercial or any sort of promotion for fracking or for like some awful chemical. I would not wanna work for Big Pharma. I would, like those things, like Monsanto, no. I would not take their money because it would make me feel dirty. But like if it was for like a fashion brand or if it was for electronics that I think is really cool, I would do it. And I think the cool challenge is how do you do it in a creative way so that it is not obnoxious and that it's not like I am using this now. And that's the challenge, which is why they're probably acknowledging it at the Tribeca Film Festival. I think, again, art, if it's done well, like Ellen DeGeneres is a cover girl and it's a big deal that she is a cover girl. Yeah. She is changing the standards of beauty by being a cover girl. And she's mm-hmm. selling makeup, which I, you know, I have my, I love makeup and I hate makeup. And like, yeah. it goes into murky territory, but who she is as a person, I think it's great that she makes it funny and fresh and different in her own yeah. Ellen way that we all freaking mm-hmm. love. But yeah. yeah, I think it's a slippery slope, but I would do it if it was done right. I think if you're doing it for a festival, like you have an obligation to make good art too. And, I'm actually interesting because in this age of independent art, maybe there's an avenue for people to do what they love. And that might not be a bad thing. Okay, if you win that, you could get picked up by any top advertising agency in the freaking world and you would have a really good job right there because that is what they do. They're trying to sell a product or service via creative content. Yeah. 
Well, thanks for the e- email, Al, or anyone else who would like to um, submit an email t- for our podcast. The email is podcast at collaboration.org. And that's going to do it for us. Thanks again to our guests, Ellen Kim and Tim Kim. If people want to find your guys' stuff on the internet, where can they follow you? Uh, Instagram, at Ellen Kim Chi. C-H-E-E. I totally spelled it wrong. <laughs> but I always kept it. And uh, Twitter, Ellen Kim. Um, I just it's I just had started Snapchat. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just like I so, can't. It's Ellen too much. Kim. I understand. So Yeah. Ellen yeah. Kim. Subscribe, YouTube. Thanks. And Tim, I imagine you have a pretty good Instagram. Yeah. So my Instagram is at Tim Kim Photography and uh my website is actually www.tim.kim. So Really? Yeah. There's a dot Kim? There's a dot Kim. Wow. So, he owns it now. And literally <laughs> when I bought that domain, uh, I got a personal call from the from somebody at GoDaddy. It was like, you have a badass domain. That's all. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> so. Oh, one last thing. Thank you to those of you who've been reviewing us and uh, giving us. That was our next point, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I segued right into it. Thank yeah. you, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, if you want to support our podcast, the best way is to share with your friends um, interesting episodes or this episode and also to review us on iTunes and in the future other places that we're on. Uh, we got another new review this week from Momo Masubi. Five stars. The first podcast I listen to regularly. I really appreciate the thoughtful discussion of Asian American issues and have learned about many artists I've come to enjoy. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Momo That's Musubi. so sweet. Aww. Yeah. So thanks for the reviews. And for those of you who haven't reviewed this yet, you can, you can go to iTunes. Get on it. <laughs> thanks to the playwrights for letting us use their song for the intro and outro. The song is Backyard Paris uh, from their new album, Jane's Dad's Cadillac. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya. We'll see you next week. I had no offense to my defense, but no offense, the view was that time.